I'm Maureen, a former kindergarten teacher turned mom on the road, and this is Asha. You're listening to Readers on the Road. Building a house. Written and illustrated by Jonathan Bean. Today is moving day. We left our old house in the city and are moving to the country. My family is building our new house away from the road back down a dirt lane. Our house will sit in the middle of a weedy field dad and mom bought from a farmer. My family makes up a strong crew of four and we have a truck named Willie's. My brother helps dad carry the tools. The right tools for the right job, says dad. I help mom carry the plans. A good plan for a good house, says mom. Willie's carries everything else. A truck towing a trailer pulls into the field. The trailer has a door, two windows, and a chimney. Dad tells the driver to park the trailer under an oak tree. The next day, a truck with a tall rig pulls into the field. It has a long drill that can bore through dirt and rock down to fresh water. The men who drive the truck lay pipes that will carry the water to the trailer. The day after that, a truck with a bucket pulls into the field. It has a long arm that moves the bucket up and down. A man in the bucket works cautiously with wires that will carry electricity to our trailer. We will live in this small home on wheels while we build our new house. During the week, Dad goes to his job in town, but... On the weekend, he starts up Willie's and everyone jumps in. We go to buy stacks of lumber from the sawmill. We collect piles of rock from our neighbor's pasture. We bring loads of sand and stone from the quarry. We gather supplies with Willie's until the weedy field is filled with stacks and piles and loads of what we need to start building. On a clear, cold night, Dad sets the corners of the foundation by the North Star. One wall will face north to ward off the wind, one east to welcome the morning, one south to soak in the sun, and one west to see out the day. When the weather warms, the ground softens and Grandpa visits with his backhoe. Are you ready to dig? He calls. Grandpa follows the corners Dad placed, gently moving the levers that control the giant hoe. He digs and dumps scoops and piles until there is a square hole in the field. This will be our new basement. 
Dad saws boards that Mom hammers and nails into a form that will hold concrete and rock. The concrete and rock will shape the foundation that will support the frame and make for a solid house. Dad lays rocks one on top of another while we fill the loud mixing machine. One shovel of cement, three shovels of sand, five of stone and water till it's soupy. The machine rumbles, tumbling the ingredients into concrete. Mom pours the concrete into a wheelbarrow and then dumps the wet mixture into the form. When the concrete hardens, the form comes down and the foundation stands solid. My brother helps dad inspect the lumber. Strong lumber for a strong frame, says dad. I help mom mark the lumber that dad will saw. Measure twice and get it right, says mom. A drill, a chisel, and a mallet are the right tools to shape the lumber so that each piece fits snugly into the next. When every beam is marked and sawed and snug, we throw a big party. A frame-raising party. Everyone visits. My grandfather and grandmother, my aunts and uncles and cousins, my other grandfather and grandmother, my great-grandfather, our neighbors, and the workers from the sawmill and quarry make up a big frame-raising crew. Our crew works until the sun sets and the frame stands strong in the middle of the field. Mom makes places for everyone to sit around the fire. We eat and talk and play until the stars shine and the owls call. Now the weather cools. Fall is here, says mom. Winter is coming, says dad. We work harder than ever because the house needs a chimney and roof, siding and windows before winter arrives. But this year, the first frost arrives early. The cold rain falls early. The icy winds that carry the heavy snow blow early. But the bad weather's and the bad weather slows our work down, but it doesn't stop it. When the snow is deep, Dad hooks a plow up to Willie's. He clears the driveway so that we can go to town and buy a stove. The stove warms the house while we start our work inside. Our plans show us where to place the walls that will make the rooms. We plumb while the wind howls and wire while drifts pile up. We insulate while the days grow shorter and then wallboard as they gradually grow longer. We work on weekends. We work in the evenings. We work while dad is at his job. And then finally, it's time for another party. A moving party. This time, when everyone visits, we will have a big moving crew. 
They bring rugs and chairs and lamps and help us empty out the house on wheels so that a truck can pull it away. Bye, trailer. Our big crew moves everything into the house. When mom and dad are busy, I show the crew where things go. Once the moving is done, everyone goes back to their homes, but my family stays right where we are. It's our very first night in our new home. The end. Author's note. This book is dedicated to my family and is based on my parents' experience of buying an old field and living in a small house on wheels while they worked on building a house for their family. Instead of a year and a half, as in this story, it took every scrap of spare time and five years to complete. During those five years, my parents had three children, two of my three sisters, and me. Though I have vague memories of ladders and a cement mixer and a frame raising that have, no doubt, been enhanced by photographs my parents took, this book's story is told from my older sister's point of view. My parents thought of themselves as homesteaders and brought to the house building a pioneering spirit of ingenuity and independence. They decided to build a timber frame house after reading a book on the subject. And it's true they collected rocks from a pasture, poured cellar walls with countless loads of cement from a small mixer, and bored holes into hard oak beams with an old-fashioned bit and brace. Of course, a homestead would not be complete without a large garden, fruit trees, pets, woodland, and a stream flowing through mysterious marshland. Add to that the wise love of two parents, the companionship of three sisters, and a practically lived faith, and it's hard for me to think of a better place to have grown up.